have found the Genesis frequency. This is Dr. Stephen J. Kismina welcoming you in to another episode of a show that focuses on your whole life prosperity and success. Whole life prosperity and success by cooperating with the universal laws that are available to each and every one of us. This is Quantum Leap Goal Achievement, Radical Personal Transformation, Whole Life Prosperity and Success. Now, stay tuned for another exciting episode that'll move the needle in your life from where you are now to where you want to be. And good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it may be, wherever you are in the world, when you hit that play button, so glad you did. This is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kuzmina coming at you with another episode of the Genesis Frequency. Here in the United States, we're just a couple of days away from the holiday of Thanksgiving, so I want to share a profound happy Thanksgiving to all my United States listeners, but you know what? Wherever we are in the world, we should celebrate Thanksgiving every single day. We all have so much to be grateful for in our lives. And you know what? On this positive path for living, whether we're talking about our personal lives or our professional lives, Thanksgiving is a very, very powerful place to come from in all that we do. And it's a great tool to use as well to shift our emotional state when we find it needs a little bit of an alignment. So happy Thanksgiving. And if you don't celebrate Thanksgiving this week, well, that's okay too. celebrate it in your heart. Know that part of personal and professional development is practicing gratitude each and every day throughout the year. I want to continue on this path that we've been on over the last couple episodes. We've been looking at what do we want to create in the year ahead, personally and professionally. So listen up. This is for you if if you're just an individual working on yourself and you want something more out of life. If you're a small business owner and you have some serious goals you want to knock out, if you are on the corporate team, if you're on the board or anywhere within the corporate structure, this is for you. Stay with us because this is how we're wired. This is how we're, we, we work. This is how we integrate with each other. And what we've been talking about over the last couple of episodes is designing that life a couple episodes back is deliberately designing the life we would love to live. And that deliberate design applies to our personal lives and to our professional lives, to our corporate environment or work environment or small business environment, whatever it may be. Designing it. We have to design it. We have to plan, right? What's the forecast? What's the plan? What do we want to create? And hopefully you can see how that applies to your personal life and to your professional life. So many people say, well, we talked about personal development. Well, this is professional development too. You know, what do you do if you don't have an idea of where you want to go, where you want to be, what the goal is, what the objective is? So we talked a lot about that in a previous episode. It was, uh, I think it was titled, Design Your Life, Wake Up, Design Your Life, Live Your Dream. That was it. Wake Up, Design Your Life, Live Your Dream. So you can go back a couple to that one. 
And then we started talking about, you know, really thinking outside of the box, you know, making up your mind. I do this work with a lot of people in a lot of companies and they just can't make up their mind. And so I took you through a process of how to do that, making a list of everything and then going back and seeing what speaks to you energetically. And then the last episode, I started to introduce to you the gap between knowing and doing. Because we start off on this path, we design this. You've given, been given permission to think outside the box. No, not outside the box. I like to say like there is no box. And, and design your life putting everything in there that you would love to experience. And we know things, and we use the power of our imagination, many of us taking it down off the shelf after having it up there for quite some time, maybe even half our lifetime, dusting it off, using it again, knowing what we know, knowing that we can do things, and we should do things, and we could do things, and if we did do those things we know how to do, well, we would make some quantum leaps in our lives in the direction of our goals and objectives and dreams and desires. But we have this knowing-doing gap. Remember that one? That was last week. Knowing-doing gap. Why'd you do that? I don't know. Well, you know better. I know. So that's a subject in and of itself that was dedicated. Uh, we dedicated to that subject, I should say, in the last episode. So now we're looking at these these paradigms and I talk about them a lot because you know I've studied personal development pretty much all my life until I really understood the paradigms and to further that how to go about changing them I, I didn't really make a, a lot of progress because the paradigms are always controlling we started talking about that last episode and this is important to know and I can't stress this enough that we have paradigms in the business environment, in the corporate environment, and often this is referred to as culture. You know, it's corporate habit, habits of individuals in different departments, on different teams, in different areas. And, it, you know, it, it can be the heartbeat of the company. It can make or break a company moving forward. We can establish corporate goals and and give teams assignment, but what is what is the team habit? What is the corporate habit? What is the culture? And and there's certain ways to effect change in that culture. And this is some of the work that I do as well. But we have to really understand. And then what I was talking about last episode is when we we can understand what the paradigm is, what our paradigms are, but that doesn't that doesn't change anything. We have to know about how do we go about changing these things. A couple of quotes, Earl Nightingale. He said, whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. And that's what I talk about all the time. That's what I've studied all my life. That's what excited me, you know, way back years and years and years and years and years <laughs> Years ago, I'd have to do that a long time to get to when I first read a statement like that. Whatever we plant in our subconscious mind and nourish with repetition and emotion will one day become a reality. To understand paradigms, we have to understand that we have developed paradigms since the day we were born. You know, we were born into this world as this 
empty vessel of subconscious mind and thoughts and words and input in our environment was poured into this subconscious mind and so much of it we attached feeling to. We got emotional around it. And you know what? It moves to the top of the list in the subconscious mind. It becomes what's real to the subconscious mind. See, the subconscious mind can't reject reject anything, especially at that young age. That's why we speak the native languages that we do. But as we go up, grow grow older, I should say, grow up, we have input from our environment as well, besides what we're born into, besides what we bring into this world genetically and what's in our DNA, our environment starts to mold and shape what we are living from, our programming. And that's really what paradigms are, a multitude of habits that have almost exclusive control over our habitual behavior. So we have to understand these. Joel Barker, he wrote a book all about paradigms, and he said, to ignore the power of paradigms to influence your judgment is to put yourself at significant risk when exploring the future. To be able to shape your future, you have to be ready and able to change your paradigm. So this is, this is some heavy lifting here. This is some work because we have to we have to identify that, and we have to identify that culture. Culture is founded on, on our, our habits in the workplace, our attitudes in the workplace, our beliefs, our expectations. You know, what, you know that attitude that, well, we've always done it like this, so we're not going to change now. I've been in a few places like that. So this is key to look at all this right now. This time of year, we're getting to the end of another, another year. Where did it all go, right? And most of us can, if we would be honest about it, we say, well, we want to create something different. We want to create more because if we don't deliberately do this and set the intention for what we want to create, we're just going to get to the end of another year and it's going to be like Groundhog Day. And we do that. We live our lives. We live the same year over and over and over again with no significant accomplishments or accomplishments of goals, of dreams, of desires. We might have some of that incremental you know, gains, but the paradigm's always in charge. The paradigm, the habit is always in charge. So it's this massive information that is, is programmed, that it's our programming, and most of us are operating on, you know, Windows 95 programming in a Windows 11 world. I think that's what we're up to, right, Windows 11? So we base everything on these paradigms. If you go back and look at that list when I invited you to design your life, to think like there is no box, what do you want? What do you want to experience? What's tapping at the door of your consciousness is longing and discontent. You probably, if you're like most people, you base that list off of what's possible for you. But where did you think about what's possible for you? It was based on your paradigms. It was based from your habits. It's, it's based from what you know. We talked about that knowing-doing gap again last week. So that's what you based it on. That's what most people base it on. I, I want to think like there is no box. I, yeah, I'm using the power of my imagination. I want this, but. And it's within that but that we limit ourselves. I really want this, but, you know... I, at this stage in the game, there's no way 
with what I know, I couldn't possibly do that. We start limiting ourselves without even thinking or allowing ourselves to think, well, I could get the skills to do that. But the bottom line is the how is none of our business. We have to get down to the business, and, and we'll do this work more deeply at the beginning of the year because hopefully you're taking the time to really identify what is the objective for your life personally in your small business or in your company. But one thing that you can do is to right now start to notice what you do over and over and over again. What are your daily habits? And that's one way that, that we can start to identify what they are. Because we have, to, we have to do a little bit of the connecting the dots here. See, the paradigms, the habitual behavior that we're in, in, engaged in, and the habitual behavior that we have feelings and emotions tied to, because you know, we're creatures of habit. We don't really like to change. Well, that has attracted into our lives up until this point, what we are currently experiencing. That's how it works. That's why this is so important. If you keep doing the same thing over and over and over again, you will experience the same results. And that's why this is so important to understand. And it begins by taking a look. Just become the observer for right now of what you do on a daily basis. Notice what your activities are. We know, we know that we can get up and start our day and we got a routine. We all do. Those are paradigms. To a certain extent, those are paradigms. They're habitual behaviors, right? We get up and some of us, you know, hit the ground with Thanksgiving. Maybe we go into prayer and meditation. Maybe we just jump right in the shower. Maybe go right to that coffee pot. But whatever it is, it's our routine. It's our habit. It's part of our programming, right? Just for now, just notice it. Just observe it. This is like just kind of like stepping outside of you and notice what you do on a regular basis. Because so many of these paradigms, I mean, they're just second nature. And, and many paradigms, paradigms of thought, paradigms of thought and speech are so ingrained, we don't even realize that we have some of these paradigms. That's why this is some deep work that, you know, we'll get into as we move forward, touching on it from time to time, especially in the new year, because we have to change the paradigms. We want something different. We want that quantum leap. We want to get to that place where that pot of gold is somewhere over the rainbow, however we have defined our dream, but we can't get further than our paradigms will allow us. That's why it's so important that we have to we have to purge these paradigms that keep us where we are. So for now, you're going to observe and just take a look at what am I doing on a daily basis, realizing that there are habits that we participate in day in and day out that we may be completely unaware of. And there's a multitude of them. But if we can, if we can see that our results are coming from these habits we're going to start to get it. The light bulb's going to go off. We're going to see places where we can reclaim so much of our time, so many people. And I've started some projects with some people. I don't know if they're still listening, but all I ever heard from some individuals is, oh, I can't, I'm too busy. 
I guarantee you, if you took an honest look, observing your habitual behavior, you would find a lot of time. Look at everything. For now, don't really judge it. Just observe it. Make note of it. Write it down. What are my activities throughout the day? How much time do I spend looking at TikTok videos or scrolling over mindless, mindless entries? How much time do I spend on that? Do I do that every day? Do I do that every morning? Do I kill 10 minutes here, 10 minutes there, another 10 minutes here? It won't be long before you find an hour, maybe two hours, maybe three. Some people have found days. Some people have found weeks saying, oh my gosh, I spent 40 hours doing that, which was non-productive, non-revenue generating, did not include any steps towards the life I would love to live, but yet half of my vocabulary, half of my speech to others that I noticed too was a habit was I'm too busy. So these are the little things that we're looking for. We're looking for these daily activities, these daily habits <clears throat> that we're engaged in and, and notice how they're tied to the results that are showing up. You know, that's the work that we're going to look at. But just discovering these things doesn't mean that, oh, I discovered my paradigm. So many people stop there. That's why this isn't so important. So many people stop and they say, okay, yeah, I know what a paradigm is. They'll have a conversation with somebody. Yeah, oh, boy, you got you to gotta study paradigms a little bit. When I looked at my paradigms and I looked at my habitual behavior, oh, you wouldn't believe what I discovered. But they stop there. See, just because you identify a few of yours, you have to make that relationship that we call praxis, the, uh, you know, our beliefs to our behavior, our, our habitual behavior, and, and what we're believing is possible for our lives. That's way down the road yet. But I'm, I'm telling you, these things are hard to change. If you ever had something that you really identified as a really bad habit, you know, it's just a habit, but maybe you identified it as bad. And you say, I got to change that. That is no good for me. You know, I can relate it to, to smoking or overeating or fingernail biting or when you're your kids, you know, thumb sucking, habitual behavior, right? Well, just because we identified this habit that we no longer want to participate in, because in, 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 in those examples, it's creating an undesirable result for us. That doesn't mean it, it, it's, okay, yeah, I identified it. I'm going to just stop. Most of us has found that's easier said than done, right? So what do we do? What do we do? There's only two ways to change paradigms. One is an emotional impact. And when we have those, a lot of times it's negative, but it can be positive. In fact, I had a, an emotional impact that, that changed my, did a complete 360 and changed my life for the better. More about that in another episode. But the other way is through constant spaced repetition of the programming we would like to install, the new habit we would like to create. Because see, even if we work to remove that habit we have to put something else in its place and this takes some work and we'll talk more and more about that moving forward for right now be, just be the observer be the observer making a note maybe keep a small tablet notebook journal and notice what you're doing that maybe you never even noticed before 
and I guarantee you, you're going to find some time. And hey, about that time, take that time, especially those of you who say, I'm too busy, and book a call with me. We'll talk about this more. We'll talk about this, how it relates to you specifically. There's no charge for this. This is free for my listeners. I do these all the time. Reach out. We'll talk about, hey, what it is you want for your life. We'll talk about some of these stoppers like paradigms, what's keeping you stuck. Why don't you have it already? And number three, I'll give you a plan to move forward in a positive direction. So reach out, successappointment.com. We'll have a conversation, successappointment.com. All one word opens up in your time zone, opens up my calendar, and I invite you to book a time to talk. Many people have found in those couple hours they do find by uh, that identifying that habitual behavior that is t- that are time wasters that, hey, I could start something here. Hey, you got a couple hours a day. Let's talk about stepping into this wonderful world of being an entrepreneur. We are moving into an age where we can work anywhere in the world with our laptop and phone, and I have the vehicle for you to do that. You can do that. I don't take everybody. This is not multi-level marketing. This is a real entrepreneurial activity that you can begin at once should you be selected. But we have to have that interview to determine where you are. I'm looking for big thinkers that can devote a couple hours a day that really want to step into a six-figure income right away and create this life immediately. So you can reach out to me, same appointment calendar. You can go to successocean.biz.biz for more information about that. The website for the show is thegenesisfrequency.com and for the overall business where we do the corporate work, the corporate training, and all that is successocean.com. So that's my little commercial, and uh, I want to speak with you, so reach out. I'd love to have a conversation with you. For now, that's going to be a wrap for today's show. You've been listening to The Genesis Frequency, and this is Dr. Cause and Effect, Dr. Stephen J. Kosmida, wishing you an infinitely spectacular day. God bless you.